got a face for radio. Hit, 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 hit it. My friends call me the club man. We're going to call you a kid diddler. What the fuck did you just do, buddy? Yeah, next time, don't murder anybody in the yeah. bar. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I don't want any new friends. They're all human, no tail. Yeah, I want to come on the pod, pod, pod. I've heard about this. <laughs> PJ, you were a professional Santa. Can you eat the cigarette butts? How long is this tapeworm diet going to take? We'll check that <laughs> on instant replay. You're a naughty boy. You're ruining it. How old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer? Maybe eight. Take a sip of your bubbly and hit it. Welcome to episode 44 of the I've Heard of Both Ways podcast. How do you want to get started on this? You were pretty fired up yesterday or Friday. Um, about the first topic we have in the hopper here. Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Do, do we just get right into it? I mean, I have nothing else to add. Actually, I didn't check if we have reviews, but we can get right into it. If y- you want. What the fuck is the deal with school buses? They just stop <sighs> at every single fucking house now. Uh, apparently I've been behind a few and like they stop every fucking block. They literally, they stopped every other house. I was behind them. It added probably 35 to 40 minutes to my commute because they were stopping every 20 feet. Did you take a bus as a kid? Yes. There was bus stops. Yeah. So we had one where like it was, they were one, two, like three blocks apart, um, but there were like a bunch of people on my block and then a bunch of people on that other block. Yeah, who got same. Up. Yeah. So you would have to go to this. You to walk. Yeah. And what we I had to walk like half a block down to the stop. We like, weren't making like stops for one person. No, absolutely yeah. not. And yeah. And like they're sitting out there fucking waiting for the kids to come out of their house. Why? That if, I you, if you miss the bus, you fucking had to run to the next stop or the stop after that. To try and catch the bus. I know I had to fucking do that like every other or every other day. I've seen it where people like wait with their kids in the car, which is fine because like it's cold out. Except like when the bus is coming, you like they're still out. sitting in the car. Yeah. Then the bus stops, opens its door, and then the parent like. And they're lets like, okay, the now you can get out, Johnny. No, like fucking get there. Right, get ready to get on the bus. Walk your kid the three feet from your car to the front of the bus like when the bus is approaching. I'm going to start disregarding those fucking stop signs on the side now when they do that shit. That's another thing too now. Like the Buses are stopped a lot longer than they used to be. Yeah. Like when we were kids, they opened, they finally got that arm that comes out the front. So yeah. like the kids don't get run over by the bus driver. <laughs> um, but like the stop sign comes out and traffic both ways has to stop. But like there's a big discrepancy on like when you have to stop. It's like a cop. Like if it's a divided highway, you don't have to stop. Like, that's the law. You don't have to stop if it's a divided highway. Yeah. If it's a side street or a regular two-lane road, you do have to stop. Yep. But, so, when I'm behind a bus, first off, they're stopping every fucking block. And I'm like, well, when can I get around this guy? Like, you don't have the opportunity to go around because he, like, pulls in his stop sign and there's already traffic coming the other way. And then he stops the next block. So, you have absolutely no time to execute a maneuver to get around him. Yeah, it's, 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 I'm, I'm just going to disregard that and just drive around them now. Everyone else should come in the other way should be stopped. So it's just going <laughs> to right thing. around. Fuck them. Well, so this happened to me on Thursday. They're I'm, wasting my time. I was going home and there was a bus and it was stopping every fucking block. And I knew it was. So I'm like, all right, well, let me just like zip around him. And I was in a neighborhood and I went up one block, went to go over. And I was like, oh, I have to continue onwards. And I hit like three dead end streets in like the middle of this neighborhood. Oh, so that like trying to... <laughs> Trying to bypass them entirely backfired on it. It ended up taking me like longer, except I didn't have to like get my blood boiling watching these kids like take their time getting Yeah, off. these little fucks. Well, and then it's like these kids don't know it's their stop or and this one was like middle school kids or something who like you have to know your neighborhood and like when you get off and like right? when one kid gets off, you 
are on the same stop, so you're probably getting off too. And like, fucking a, figure it out. A group of five get off, and then the bus is like sitting there waiting, and then like one straggler finally gets off, and then he has to wait for like this point Dexter kid to cross the street as well before he can move on. It's just. This is why kids are unemployable because they the bus drives to their house and waits for them. Did you have any weird? It's the bus downfall drivers? of society. Yes, we, of course I had a weird bus what driver. What was your weirdest bus driver? Um, I can't remember his name, but he was like super intense, and he had a like bus, a, like a belt, a gigantic belt buckle that was like as a, required. Yeah, it was it was of the bus. It was like a. <laughs> It was like um, what a, the fucking it was the flat nose bluebird like the big ass one with the flat front. Yeah, yeah, don't, like they don't, don't make anymore. Yeah, you don't yeah. really see those anymore. He had that, and he was like super intense, and he would like he would literally stop the bus and like get up and yell at us if someone was like standing up for what he thought was too long, like <laughs> when the bus started to pull away or some shit like that. But, uh, like, on the flip side of that, like, he wasn't fucking around. Like, he, like if you were running down the street, he'd be like, this is, I'm not waiting for this fucking idiot. <laughs> just peel off. Like, that guy didn't give a fuck. What? There's no chid. That guy's not driving buses anymore. Guaranteed. He was like, what? Stop it every... No, How absolutely not. I mean, he was, eh, he was probably, like, 60 when I was in, like, sixth grade. So, yeah. So, he could be dead now. Yeah, like, can... high blood pressure yeah, killed him. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Um, my weirdest bus driver, it was like my fourth and fifth grade in elementary school. We got a new bus driver and his name was Gordon. And did he have a bus belt buckle? He had a big belt buckle, but I don't think it was of the bus. I'm sure he would have <laughs> showed it off. Um, but he wore like jeans, his belt buckle, and then like a members only jacket Fuck, every single day. Yeah. What color yeah. was his members only jacket? Blue, like Navy. I have a red one. So he was like, did I say he was like 80 years old? No, you did not. Because he's definitely dead now. There's no way this guy's alive. Because he had to have, like, he reeked of cigarettes but never smoked on the bus or anything. Um, So, like, you'd walk by him and it would just reek of cigarettes. But he always had this, like, terrible cough and, like, wouldn't stop coughing. Definitely he's not going to make it. Well, I remember being in fourth and fifth grade and I was like, our bus driver, like, one day he won't be there. It's it's because he's going to be dead. Like, he won't be able to pick us up one day. (laughs) Um, But then he would always turn around and yell to shut the hell up back there. <laughs> in between, he'd be like coughing, like, <laughs> shut the hell up back there. <laughs> that was Gordon the bus driver. Never forget him. Shaped my childhood. Gordon the bus, hey, shut the hell up back there. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay, have you ridden the bus in the city in like the CTA bus? No. Okay, those bus drivers are, they're either... <laughs> What? <laughs> They're either. That's what you spent two minutes looking up. No, that's what I spent like 10 seconds looking up. The CTA bus drivers are either the best or the absolute worst drivers. And they might like. I think the best may be masquerading as the worst and vice versa. Because mm. like they. They just don't give a shit. Like, they have mirrors, but they don't check them. Oh, yeah. They just decide, like, I'm going slow enough, and I'm just going to cut into traffic. Yeah, they don't give a shit. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you have to be aware of that if you're driving in the city. You that, have to be like, if I'm passing a bus, you got to be able to, be like, be ready to rip over one lane when they just decide that they're merging. They'll cut you off at, like, the drop of a hat. Yup. No question. 100%. Asked. Um... But while okay, while we're like talking about how kids are babied with school buses these days, how do they not teach how to avoid getting hit by a train in school anymore? I don't know. Like once a month, Kristen is like, "Oh yeah, the train trains are delayed. Somebody like it, it hit a pedestrian," and I was like, "How do people get hit by trains these days?" And she was like, "Well, I think it's suicides," and I don't think it is. It's, yeah, I don't know. Um, I was just going to, I was looking for this, actually, because um, it ties into the school bus. So we're tangenting uh, off the trains to back to buses and then maybe planes. Um, the school bus driver in Indiana was arrested after letting three students ages 11, 13, and 17 drive the bus. Did we talk wow. about this? We did not talk about it. I feel it, like I, I might have like sent to. you the article, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just... That's that's on the that's that's a cool cool bus driver. She was twenty seven, 
Joe Andrea McAtee was caught on camera allowing students from Boone Grove High School drive her bus. Wait, how old were the kids when they were in high school? Uh oh yeah, Boone Grove High School, eleven, thirteen, and seventeen. It must I don't know. It's rural Indiana, so they all go to one and like it's, yeah. It's a rural area of Valparaiso, Indiana. That's not far from here. No, it's not. Um, Maybe we could she... go visit her in prison and uh, interview her. <laughs> was she letting them be her designated drivers? Like, was she drinking or she was just like having fun? Uh, I think it was just having fun. I mean, there is there is a video here. It's I, I don't know if we want to watch it, but no, we don't. Probably not. Um, my aunt, when I was a kid, had like one of those big full size vans and would let me. I was like ten. Would let me sit in her lap and like steer the van. <laughs> Um, when, yeah, when I was like, Mark did that too, except for it wasn't a big full-size van. It was an Acura NSX. Which is fine. Like, obviously, like, you're on their lap and they can hold the wheel at the same time if they have to or whatever. But, like, one jerk of the hands and yeah, that or, thing's maybe tipping over. Yeah. Um, no, okay. Back to trains. Why... Are there that many people jumping in front of trains? Which, by the way, if you're going to commit suicide, don't. But if you feel the need to, don't jump in front of a train. You're going to make people hate you more than you think that they already do. Yeah, because then the train's just going to be... The whole line is fucked up. Shut down yes. for at least a day. Well, and not to mention the, like, the fucking conductor who had to, like couldn't stop in time because he had no choice. And then like the people who had to like scrape you off the train tracks. Like, yeah. Seems well, like a hassle for a lot of people. When I worked downtown, actually, one of the, uh, actually you, you met him too. Um, he was the psychiatrist for Terry. Met- yep. Terry. He was a psychiatrist for the Metro. People? For me- Yeah. For Metro. Oh. If people, if like someone from Metro, like the conductor hit someone, he would, he would be their psychiatrist. Yeah. Terry, rest in peace. So I guess all these pedestrians are keeping... T- oh, he's dead? Yeah. Ah, that stinks. Yeah. Um, speaking of dead people, and this is a tangent that has <laughs> nothing to do with trains, but it has to do this with is gonna be the, This is going to be the tangent episode, man. Did we ever talk about our NASCAR job that we almost I had? don't think so. Like, I Actually, this just came up not that long ago because I was like... I really wish that job came to fruition, instead, well, but that guy died. <laughs> how it got front of brain with me was because I, I sent in my monster tabs and didn't have enough for the backpack because none of our listeners sent me their tabs. I was 20 short, by the way, which isn't that much, but also is a lot of monster. I told you just to buy 20, drink as many as you could, dump the rest out, and get the backpack. I had a week, and... I couldn't. I knew. I'm like, that's a tall order. That's almost three a day. I just don't think I can do it. It wasn't worth the heart attack. <laughs> or the, like, wasting of Monster. Um, but so I mailed it in, whatever. Kristen, I know you're pregnant, but you got to drink yeah, at least yeah, one Monster a day, bud. You're going to have to suck it down and contribute to this. Um, my kid will come out, like, very small. Named Kyle. Yeah. Um, with, like, a white trash beard already. Um, but that's what... Made me think of it as we were talking about like what I can get with Getting a monster the hat, hat, and I'm going to get a NASCAR monster hat. Yes, um, which reminded me of our almost job where we were going to sell T-shirts at every NASCAR event in the country. Yes, and how did that start? You Patch knew a guy who Patch, was alive at the time. No, Patch knew um, Kevin. Okay, uh, Mr. Cool, and his friend was the one. Who was looking for someone, and it was like, I don't know, we were obviously in between, like, real, not, probably not even having real I jobs. I think you were about to graduate or something. It was, like, very close <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, it might have been that. And he was like, yeah, you know, my friend's looking for someone to uh, drive, like, a merchandise van and follow NASCAR and sell merch at every event. And we were like, well, how much does it pay? And it was, what was it? It was like $150,000 for the season. It was, okay, he was like, I need one guy who I can trust that, like, because it's a lot of cash that you won't rip me off, and I'm willing to pay you. It was 160000 mm. And you were like, well, I don't want to do it alone. Can I just, like, split the pay down the middle with one of my buddies? And he was like, yeah, that's fine, as long as you're okay with, like, sharing a hotel room together. And we were like, yeah, that's oh, fine. Oh, yeah, that'd be fine. So it was supposed to be, it was going to be 80 grand each. And then 
he was going to buy us a car at the beginning of each year or van or whatever. Yeah, it's probably some, probably some sort of full size van, which it sounds like well, you already have experience driving. Yeah. So basically, the way it was told to me is that we would be driving to each city, and when we get there, everything was set up, and we were in charge of the money. Okay, I didn't really remember the specifics of it. Oh, I remember it, because I'm like, this is very easy to do. Oh, like, yeah, it would, have been, it would have been the easiest $80,000 we ever made. For nine months of work. Yeah. Because we got off, like, November to February or whatever Dude, and can you imagine, like, especially that, we could have tacked onto that. We would have had our a podcast, podcast years ago. And we could have been doing episodes in every state and, like, finding weird people to interview. We it would have been incredible. Could have just done a live one describing everyone coming up. Sir, to- sir, can you come here? Come, you, you, you in the Jeff Gordon shirt, come here. Because <laughs> it's not just the people going to NASCAR. It's the people going to NASCAR who are going to buy merchandise there. Yeah. Like, all of the cars that have, like, flames behind them and everything. Speaking of merchandise, I have uh, some stickers and magnets sitting on the desk right next to me. I'm going to start just slapping those stickers up around. So people are like, what's this? Could you imagine our wardrobe if we were working that job? I wouldn't have any sleeves on anything, and it would be all NASCAR shirts. Yeah. It would be all merchandise and then, like, camo cargo shorts. But so, like, we were, we were told about this. Blend in with the locals. And it was something like, oh, just contact me after Christmas or something, and, like, we'll get down to, like, the details and stuff. And so... We called the guy. Yeah, I called and like left him messages. I think I sent him emails and then I called Kev and I was like, hey, Kev, like I we're talking to that guy, you know, about that the NASCAR job. Like I left him some voicemails. I sent him an email. Kevin was like, oh, yeah, he uh, he didn't make it. (laughs) You're like, make it to where? (laughs) Through Uh, Christmas life. And so his son or brother or like whatever just hired someone like on the spot to take the job to like because he didn't know obviously we were in the running it would have yeah. probably still been working there yeah that a hundred percent that would have been my job i would have done that and like snow plowed in the winter it would have been so much fun yeah would have been incredible but God. i would have been into nascar i'm not i'm not against it i'm just not into it yeah um but i would have been a big nascar guy then. i feel like we should probably go to the indianapolis 500 isn't that like Memorial Day weekend or something? Well, I mean, just in general. <laughs> we can go We can go to a race. When do they come to Joliet? Do they still come to Joliet? Uh, let's see. Well, not anytime soon because it's yeah, the almost the season's end of season. probably over. It's winding down. They're coming around the final few laps. Um, speaking of shit that I can't stand, Kristen was talking to me yesterday, and she was like, oh, do you want to go to Ikea today? We don't have anything going on. And I'm like, ugh, what do you want to go for? And she wants to go for, like, a a dresser for the baby's room. And I'm like, I'm caught in between where, like... Why do you need to go to Ikea? Like, they have a website. That was my whole argument. And I was on the computer doing some research for this podcast. And <laughs> she was yelling at me for what I was reading. Um, we'll, we'll get into that yeah. later. But I, like, pulled it up. And I was like, okay, what color do you want it to be? Okay, how wide does it have to be? Blah, 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 whatever. Um, and... I'm showing her all these pictures, and she's like, yeah, I'd really just like to, like, go see what they have in displays. And I was just one of those where you're like, Did you get meatballs? Whatever. No, we didn't get meatballs. We did get a good Philly cheesesteak sandwich because there was a good place on the way. Interesting. Where was that? Mojo's. It's at Maple and 355. Never heard of it. It's good. Um, um, they're, like, the authentic Philly cheesesteak places where, like, you can get whiz and they don't look at you like you have two heads. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like... At least this year, NASCAR was at the Chicagoland Speedway June 18th to the 21st. Okay. So. Sometime in June. Yeah, put that put that on your calendar for next year. But so we end up going to Ikea. I'm just like, whatever. If this will make her happy, we'll just go to Ikea. We'll figure out whatever dresser. And, like, I pull into the parking lot, and my blood is already boiling. You're like, you're dealing with... Mind you, it was, like, 3 p.m. on a Saturday. So it wasn't, like, the busy time. Like, it was well, in the afternoon. Well, yeah, it was because it was a Saturday Well, it was Saturday, Ikea. but it wasn't, like, the peak time for them on Saturday. I've, I've gone there once. I don't mind Ikea during the week. 
it's the weekends when people i don't know if people are like actually they're looking for like a pillow but they go and get a cart right away and like take up the entire space like the walkway they they send you through like a maze so you go through every section the walkway is like four people wide and every fucking family there has one or two carts and they all walk in a line and then stop whenever oh they yeah want that's like the, the that's the worst when people are walking like a roadblock yeah. It's like, wait, how are you not cognizant that you're blocking the entire fucking walkway? That's what I don't get. Like, how are people in public and don't understand that there are other people? Like, you're not the only people in the store. And there yeah. are other people, and they don't want to walk at your fucking snail pace. So get the fuck out of the way. That actually happened to me just before this at fucking Quiznos. <sighs> There's one lady in front of me, and she ordered five sandwiches. And then she had to the she had the guy like redo three of the sandwiches like twice because she's like wait no that one didn't have cheese on it and this one needs to be it's the same sandwich but can you cut it in half and then wrap it separately and it took her like fucking fifteen minutes was well I was just them- standing there like uh just me I just need one sandwich was he making them wrong or she was giving him the wrong direction no she was just like. She would say something, and then the sandwich would come out, and then he'd be, like, you know, doing the other, like, after it comes out a little oven dealy. Yeah. And then she'd be like, oh, no, that one was supposed to not have cheese on it. And, like, that was the point that I got there was when she was doing that. Ugh. And it was just like, oh, my God. I would... That always happens to me at Chipotle. But, like, there, if you're ordering, like, you're like, all right, I need a bowl. And they're like, okay, anything else? And like, well, I need another one. And then they're like, how many do you want to order? And if it's, like, anything more than two, someone else will just come and take the next person in line and, like, get it out of the way. Yep. But I hate – there was um, – I went after a softball game or whatever, and there was a family there. It was, like, the mom, dad, and their two kids. And the two kids were just getting tacos. The mom and dad were getting their things. And then apparently they were getting one for someone else. And like the mom had her phone open and was like taking other texts while she was trying to give the lady, like the answers to what she wanted on the bowl. Like it's like, yeah, no, you got to focus on the task at hand here, lady. It takes a one minute to get from the start of the line to pay. If, like, that's if, it. If that. 60 minutes from, like, when you 60 say hello. Oh, 60 seconds. 60 minutes. One you, hour when you from say when hello, you order to when you pay. To when you get your receipt. Like, that's it. And this chick couldn't put her phone away for 60 seconds. Pro tip for ordering a Chipotle. If you want, if you're getting, like, a burrito or whatever, and you want, like, half and half, like, half chicken, whatever... You order, be like, can I get a chicken? Then they do a scoop of chicken, be like, oh, can I do a half chicken, half steak or whatever? Because then they don't, they don't screw you on the scoop first. Because if you say, half, like, oh, can I get it? They give you, like, four pieces of chicken and four pieces of steak. It's like, oh, no, you showed your hand now, a scoop size, friend. Give me that much steak, too. So my move always is go in and, like, I'm as nice as possible and, like, very, like, they're like, oh, hi, blah, 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 how are you? And I'm always asking them how they are, too. Well, yeah, so am I. Well, yeah, so you get, you set up the rapport and then, like, you're ready to go with every answer. And I don't get beans, but I get a little extra rice. And so, like, I tell them all of that in one thing so you don't have to keep putting down the spoon. Exactly. And, like, I'm one order ahead of them every time. Yep. And I prefer the steak from Chipotle. Steak first, chicken second, and then... And like whatever else is there. Have you seen that they I've had, had it? It's okay. The carne asada. I was going it's to okay. ask you. That. I think you get more regular steak in your scoop than you do with the carne with the asada. carne asada. Um, and like they're pretty similar in taste, except they cut the carne asada in strips instead of cubes, like the steak. Hmm. So I had it once. I'm back to steak already. Okay. Um, but not, not worth it. I don't think it's not worth, worth looking into. I think like if you, like, it wasn't bad, but I just think your money is better spent on the steak, but it's, it's still worth trying. You might like it more than I did. Um, Whoa. but by the time they get to the meat, they're already like rolling. And so like the scoop is usually pretty hearty. I haven't had a like weak scoop of meat in a long time. See, that's what I was going to say. That was, um, that was designed out of necessity for going to 
the Chipotle and Glenview mm-hmm. because they were like notoriously and some, skimpy with their meat scoops. Yeah, some of the locations you can always tell by like how much rice they give you is like are they really keeping track of it or are they just like get I'd rather speed than Yeah, just boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. But that's my Chipotle thing. Oh, but IKEA, fuck everyone who was there yesterday. Is IKEA is IKEA not. on your list? No, it wasn't Ikea's fault. It's just the people It's just there. the people in Ikea. Ikea. We have a few things from Ikea, and I got my bed sophomore year of college from there, and I, we still have it as a guest bed, and I've taken it apart and put it back together, or my brother has, because he knows that I would break it. Um, he did it once, twice, three, four, five, six times. The sixth time I put it back together, um, but I, at that point I'm just like, well, whenever we move it again, I'm going to throw it away. And so I was just like drilling everything together, um, <laughs> so like it won't fall apart. Well, now we have to move that from the guest bedroom to the office because that's where the nursery is going to be. So I have to have him come over to help me move it, or maybe you help me move it one day, um, but sometime soon. Um, other than that, we have other IKEA stuff, and like it's they have a good system. It works. Whatever, I'm happy with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Furniture is expensive, so IKEA like is priced right. Yeah, IKEA is priced right, and like I don't know. I mean, some of their stuff does suck, mm-hmm. but that's like anything. Any furniture stuff can suck from somewhere, but yeah, their prices, their prices. I don't think can't be beat. Some of their cou- like Hollander has a couch from Ikea and it's enormous. It came, he ordered it online and it came in like 12 boxes, like 12 full size boxes. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, that was a comfy couch. I've sat on some not comfy Ikea couches. Um, um, so the, I think the, if you remember from my parents' basement, those couches that like folded. Yeah, they were like futons. Yeah, the futon yeah. couch, those were Ikea. Those things. Those took a beating. Those took a absolute beating and one of them broke. And I welded it. I welded the frame back together and put it back into service. If you're like kind of handy, by the time an IKEA stuff like by time by the time something from IKEA breaks down, you can like piece it together with whatever you have in the house. And you're like, well, I've got my money's worth out of it. So if this lasts like six months, I'm happy. And it ends up lasting like another six years. Yeah, it helps. Well, especially for that, it helps if you have a welder. Should we talk about how you? Uh... Have to be a responsible cell phone owner now. I see oh. that you just picked up your phone. Yeah, I don't know. Because we were texting about that, and that was a good text message. You're like, I don't know how I feel about having to treat my phone nicely now. So I got the new 11, and it is nice. Like, it's very fast compared. I had the 6 before, so, like, it's unbelievably fast. Um, the facial ID, I'm in the middle about the there's no home button which is like the most frustrating thing for me because does it have does it read your fingerprint at all or do you have no, to use face just, I, just facial face I, oh or um your code gotcha see for for all of our listeners out there who don't know i don't have an iphone i have a galaxy so i don't you are a droid that's, that's why i'm asking these questions mine has a fingerprint reader on the back that i'm very fond of oh yeah i mean like this like you just look at it when you pick it up and it's already um, it's already like, it doing it's seconds. already doing its thing um but you <clears throat> you basically just have to like swipe up on everything like you swipe and mm. that's how you close apps and all that stuff yeah i don't know i mean i guess you'll get used to it but yeah the only problem with we, that for me we fear change <laughs> is like when if i'm laying down on like the couch or in bed and i'm on my phone like I'm using it one-handed, and it's, like, resting on, like, my chest or something. Yep. And so my you have thumb, to like pick, I, You have to, like, pick it up to, like, face recognize no, it? No, it's not that. It's just to, like, to switch between apps or something. Oh, it's like a two-handed it, operation it's almost? Not, yeah, it's not letting me do it because, like, you really have to get it from, like, the bottom of the screen, which goes to the bottom get in of the there phone. nice and deep and black. if you don't, it won't recognize it. Like, it just keeps, like... Just, yeah. So you have to go super low, and that's my biggest pet peeve with it. But other than that, the only thing that sucks is having to like treat my phone with respect, which I didn't have to do with the six. And that's all I have to say about that. You gotta get low with hey, the red. Hey, all y'all 
scruples, y'all got to go. We taking over this club tonight. Lil Johnny Sawboy and Yay Yay. Let's get this thing crushed. <laughs> what does this have to do with the phone? You have to get low. Why would I? Oh, with the song. Okay. Okay. That was swing and a miss, I guess. That was a stretch for that joke. But uh, you win some, you lose some. Um, it's 50-50 with Cristobal. What is this weird Uber driver story? Uh, so the weird Uber driver story was... Uh, let's preface that by another weird Uber driver story. This is not another story about Donald, the racist Uber driver from Florida. <laughs> this is a different Uber driver, which actually, uh, if you give me a second, I can pull up her name. But she was she just all of a sudden we were just driving. Um, I was riding back from, I think, the concert that I went to, maybe. And she's just like, you know, quietly riding. And then all of a sudden she goes. When she she started off the conversation like super weird. She was like, she was like, so what do you think about aliens? I was like, oh, oh here we boy. go, yes. And so then she's like, she starts telling me that like we need to be prepared. The aliens want us to know that they exist now. And she's like, oh, the Air Force of New Mexico, which I was like, didn't get any clarification <laughs> from her on that. Would is that like a different Air Force from the U.S. government's Air Force? I don't. I don't know. Is this just like people who live in New Mexico or like, yeah, we're the New Mexico Air Force. <laughs> we're seeing some UFOs out there. She's like, I saw, I, I, I heard it on the news. And I was like, what, what news station? <laughs> and she's like, well, it was on the internet. Oh, oh, oh wow. Wow. A bit, <laughs> a bit of a difference. Oh, so, so, you know that it's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Everything on the internet is true. So, I mean, she, yeah, she was just like, the, the Air Force of New Mexico has reported sightings of UFOs, which also, I mean, this could be taken a couple of different ways. The way that I was kind of leaning was that an Air Force base in New Mexico, pilots out of that base, had seen UFOs, which is unidentified flying objects, not automatically aliens. I think that's, like, the biggest discrepancy people have. Like, UFO does not mean it's an alien. It's yeah. just something that they could not account for. Exactly. It could have been. It could have been a weather balloon. I don't know. Could have been a drone that someone had. Like drones. Yeah. As long as they're if they're high enough, eventually they become unidentified until they can figure out what it is. That's very true. Could could have been a drone, and then she started going into. Obviously, she transitioned nicely from. Well, the aliens want us to know they're here, and going to like. Uh, well, I, now Area 51 is not a secret anymore, which it's been declassified since 1992. But it, it's not a secret anymore, according to the Internet. Yeah, and thank the, you. And the Air Force of New Mexico. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, don't think I'm a weirdo. I just heard it on the news. And I was like, I'm right. Okay, if you heard anything on the news, I'm instantly thinking you're a weirdo. Uh, well, she sounded the internet news. Well, she sounded more realistic when she said she saw it on the internet than if she heard it on the news. Because when you hear it on the news, you're too dumb to find anything on the internet. Yeah. Which, going to the internet, obviously most of it is not true. But going to the news, it's equally as not true, except you didn't have to try hard. You just turn the TV on. Exactly. Um, 14, 14, 14, 20. It was not Mohammed. Was it Mo was Flora. Flora, the alien Uber driver. Was Mohammed your driver when we went to Arlington? Yes. <laughs> okay. You want to talk about him? Um, wait, what did I... I didn't... Okay, first off, he you tried not to get picked up by him because he was like... Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. I was trying to... Yeah, I was trying to take an Uber to the train station. And it was like... I mean, the train station is 15 minutes from my house. And so I was like, it was like the, I don't know, 1230 train or something. And I like called for the Uber at, I don't know, 1145, just plenty of time to get to the train station. And the only Uber driver that picked me up was 35 minutes away from my house. I was like, well, this is not going to work. And so then I canceled that one. And then I did it again, and then he was the only Uber driver, and I was like, fine, fuck it. You're taking me to Arlington instead now. And, I mean, it ended up being almost the same as an Uber 
to the train station and then the train ticket. The train ticket, yeah. Which I pulled up to Arlington and like the train was arriving and I was like, oh, perfect. I like texted him. I just parked. And you're like, hey, I'll explain later. I'm in an Uber. I'll be there in five minutes. Yeah. And you said like this guy felt like he was driving with two feet. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was definitely driving with two feet. Like, where he would be coming to a stop sign or a stoplight, and then it would just all of a sudden, like, because he was still on the gas, and then he would just, like, stomp the brakes. It was like, poof. It's like, okay, I guess we're stopping here. All right. And then I tried to, like, talk. I tried, like, hey, man, how's you? He? And he's uh, turned around. He's like, good. It's like, okay. I was like, how's your wheel? Like, how, how you been out long? What's going? And he just got, like, turned and looked at me and he just, like, shook his head yes. I was like, all right, fine. Never Thanks. mind, man. Thanks for playing, buddy. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I love Ubers. You get usually it's it's good. Uh, it's at least a good story. Some some are better. Like that one's eh. Sometimes they'll tell you about aliens. Sometimes they'll tell you about black strip clubs. I don't know. You my, never know what you're gonna get. My personal experience is that Uber gives you the weirdest people um, and the most like unreliable people. Like they're just not good drivers. Lyft, they're at least average drivers, and they're either. Normal people who, like, want to talk and just have, like, a normal job, but they're like, yeah, whatever, I'm not doing anything, so I might as well drive for this. Or they don't want to talk at all, and, like, they're just as happy if you don't talk, which yeah. makes me happy. Perfectly fine by me. That's fine with me. Um, can we put a pin in this to watch a Bears game? That's what I was just going to say. Perfect. And we're back. Do you want to tell us about that fucking maniac you met at that bar outside of wisconsin oh uh wisconsin man with florida man vibes i feel like those people like rural wisconsin and florida are pretty close yeah i mean so we're at this like pretty sketchy bar it's in the middle of a neighborhood it's literally just someone's like an old house where they just opened up the entire first floor and made it into a bar. There are a lot of bars like that in like downtown Milwaukee too, by the way. Are like there? They, they used to be like it used to be someone's house, a three story house. And yeah, either it's like a three story bar or a bar, and somebody lives upstairs. Yeah, so it's one of those situations, but it's just weird because it's like it's literally in the middle of a neighborhood like there's nothing out it's like all the rest is just houses that's the only bar it's the only bar like type thing it would be like you know your next door neighbor's house was a bar like that's how it would be like your type of neighborhood like house all just houses yeah just a regular residential uh, yeah, place like off house, off the main the road like very strange great great spot though they have like a <sighs> They have a selection of food from a fry later deal, and that's about it. And I'm figuring like a dollar seventy five PBRs. No, 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 no. Two dollar sixteen ounce Bush lights. Okay, there you go. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we we're just kind of on our way back to my buddy's place, and we we're like, well, we might as well stop at Slicks for a few. So we wanted to play. We, yeah, we wanted to play the. Uh, oh yeah, it's called Slicks Tavern. Um, we wanted to play the, uh, uh, pull tabs and then they had like video poker and stuff. So we burned through about 40 bucks in five minutes on those. <sighs> Didn't win. I think we won maybe five bucks. Um, and then we're just sitting there talking. This guy comes in, sits down and just immediately starts talking to us. And at the, at the beginning, you know, it's just like normal, whatever. And then he goes outside to smoke and then comes back and he was high as hell because he told us he was high as hell. <laughs> and then he had like um, one of those weed vape pens that he was literally charging. He asked the bar, he's like, do you have a charger for this? And the bartender's like, yeah, I think so. She like plugged it in for him. <laughs> and so then all of a sudden it just turned into like, he's like, yeah, man, I got out of prison 10 years ago. We're like, oh, well. Care to elaborate on that? <laughs> so he got arrested in Wisconsin in 1987 for armed robbery of like four liquor stores and gas stations. And and then he ended up being in prison from 1987 to 2009 because he um, beat a child molester 
almost to death, his words, while he was in prison. So that got added to his sentence. Did he say how long his sentence was for armed robbery? He, I think it was like maybe two years or five years or something like that. Like not. So they gave him another twenty. No, the, no, 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 no. Okay. So there was. So I don't know. He didn't really. Cover, you don't know the timeline. Yeah, but. I don't know the timeline, but he also, on top of that, he escaped um, <laughs> from two different prisons as well. Okay. So I think that also added on, okay. and then he ended up in like maximum security prison with Jeffrey Dahmer in Wisconsin, and I think that's what you were alluding to earlier as to who <sighs> you were. Uh, researching. Well, I remembered you said that he like went to prison with him, and I remember him not being in prison, Jeffrey Dahmer, for a long time because he got killed in prison. And I think he was okay, sentenced to a life ter- sixteen life terms on May first, nineteen ninety two, and then he was killed November twenty eighth, nineteen ninety four. So he had two years to run interference with Jeffrey Dahmer, but Jeffrey Dahmer. Most of his two years were in not solitary, but like where he was alone Mm -hmm. in custody. Like he wasn't with other people because they knew he wasn't in gen pop. Yeah. He was going to get murdered. Exactly. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, and I, you know, I don't, I don't know the validity of any of this, Well, obviously, but then also he was talking about make, he was making, um, like homemade bombs in his prison cell as well. So he, I mean, just literally everything he told me he was doing was just him getting caught for stuff and extending his sentence. Were you just asking him questions? No, he was just just like telling the story. He was just talking and then it would just be like some random question, but he would be like, yeah, so I was in this prison, but then I broke out. And he's like, you know, and then he's like, I broke out. Not, you know, it was kind of weird because I didn't know what was out there because we were in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin. Was out coyotes, Native Americans. I didn't know what I was going to run into. <laughs> and I mean, the guy was just fucking crazy. And then he was telling me that he now owns a uh, car that was in the Fast and the Furious. Okay. And he showed me a picture of it. I didn't recognize it. It was like a white station wagon. It was the car the director drove when he was the pizza guy. Yeah, it was it, I mean, it was a white station wagon that he referred to as White Lightning. <laughs> and he told me he drove it to um Colorado and drove it up Pike's Peak and he was ripping up Pike's Peak with his friend who had cancer. And the whole time, his friend was like, I want to live! I want to live! <laughs> that sounds like the most believable thing he said. Yeah, and then he said he was drinking and driving all the way back to Wisconsin from Colorado because it was okay because he had breath mints in his car. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. But then also, he was just talking about being in prison. He's like, yeah, man, the food in prison sucks. You know what the best lunch is? The one you steal from a guard. <laughs> And then he said towards the end of his sentences, there would be um, people would fly drones into the prison to deliver cigs and chew into the yard. Were drones around in ni- or 2009, his last year of incarceration, so I, he says? I, yeah, I mean, I... I think there are continuity errors, but you were probably, like, too, like, just... I mean, this shocked. was... This was after... Um, this was after I video chatted with you guys on with Katie and I. Yeah, uh, f- I think it was, it was fr- Friday night at the um, f- at the rehearsal dinner or whatever. Yeah, because I was asking him like, "Are you outside like a barn?" And you're like, "Uh, kind of." He, exactly. I was outside of Slicks. I pulled up the Google Street View of that, and it literally is like, yeah. Like, could there is there capacity like fifty people? If that, yeah. It is a very small place, and it is surrounded by houses. Oh, and while we were at Slicks, uh, some lady won on the video poker machine. She won like eight hundred bucks and bought the all all eight of us in the bar around. <laughs> so she won like seven hundred and ninety dollars. Yeah, pretty much. I feel like that's going to keep her in video poker for the rest of her life. Well, if it wasn't already, I'm yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't know, but it was. Uh... It's, it's always quite the adventure when you go to Slicks. When I was reading the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff, like I wanted to do an entire podcast 
on him. On like, Jeffrey Dahmer. It's so ridiculous. And I don't know if you've seen the pictures of him, but like he died when he was 34. And like all of his pictures, he looks 50. Um, he, Yeah, uh, let me pull it up. You know who was just re- his pictures were so fucking creepy? Richard Ramirez. Yeah, so was John Wayne Gacy. Like, even when he's smiling, all of his pictures are ridiculous. Richard Ramirez is the Night Stalker, right? Yeah, that's correct. Have you been watching Mindhunter on uh, Netflix? No, but you're like the fourth person who's told me that. Well, season one Jesus Christ, is... that was a bad haircut, Jeffrey. <laughs> Whew. Season one of Mindhunter, like, they are... It's based on a true story, um, and it's the FBI's, like, behavioral science department. And it's basically them, like, coming up with the term serial killer. And yeah, because that them. was, like, before there, that was, like, a thing. Yeah, like, they didn't know, like, they didn't know that there could be a profile for a serial killer. Like, they just, like, when people just kept dying, they are like, I don't know how they keep all getting choked out the same way. Um, so it's like the start of that and like the pushback from science and stuff. But the first season is really good. And the second season is also good. Not as good as the first, but still very good. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Like all of these, like the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff, how he lured. Okay. First off, he lured all of these people to his apartment, like to take nude photos of them with his polaroid camera and as you do yeah and nobody thought that was weird like people just kept going back to some random dude's place after having met them um you know who could play uh richard ramirez who this is a tangent lou diamond phillips wow that is a name i mean just google richard ramirez and i mean he could he could be like he could be a lou diamond phillips type character I think Lou Diamond Phillips is a little too old to play him now. Well, yeah. Um, we also have to get back to this Bears game, by the way. Oh yeah, we definitely do. But check out this Pete, this picture. That's of a tight ten minutes. The slicks, the slicks um, Facebook page that looks like if Grandpa Pete was fat and never and just lived in Wisconsin. Oh, my God. We're going to put that one up on the Instagram. (laughs) Yes, we are. So why don't we put a pin in this? Okay, fine. Oh, Threadless has iPhone 11 cases. And we're back. Um, We can talk about we have aggressively Midwestern merchandise now. Yes, we do. I didn't know what font to use. That was like the most cursive-y font we could use without, like, still readable. I was actually thinking that, like, do you want it cursive or do you want it just, like, bold, all caps, aggressively Midwestern? I think we can maybe do both. I think the cursive one is, like, a nice one. Like, it's, like, you, it looks nice from far away until, like, you read what it is. Nice from far, far from nice. Hot from far, but far from hot. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Um, We also have the red logo, the pink logo. Um, I could make any color logo if... Someone tells me what specific color of the logo they want. Yeah, email us. Um, did you? Uh, did we? We didn't. Did Did we have reviews? We didn't do that. Uh, I didn't did you look. Check? I can save that for. Yeah, next we'll do week. that next next episode. Um, but the website is ihibw dot threadless dot com. Ihibw dot t h r e a d l e s s dot com. It's in the um, episode information box or whatever. There's a link in there um, if you like. The link stuff. in bio. Cool. I think it's still price where we don't make any money on it, so it will be as cheap as it will ever be. So there's that. Yes. And I think it's like free shipping if it's over like fifty dollars or something. They have iPhone 11 cases, so I'll be getting one of those. Okay. I just haven't decided what color I want it. Do they have Galaxy cases? Um, maybe. I can look that up. You can also get a skateboard if you want, or you know. A bag, a beach towel, magnets, gig stickers. <laughs> I have magnets and stickers right here. An IHIBW mug, mug Costanza. <laughs> um, let's see. An aggressively Midwestern phone case looks pretty good. If we're being honest, this is uh, this is some like sort of post show talk. What do you have? A Galaxy what? Uh, uh, nine. 
Oh, they have S6, S7, and S8. Is S9 new? No, they're already on the 10. Okay, so a lot of people aren't buying Galaxy ones. But they have iPhone 6 through 11, including the Pro and the Pro Max. So, you know, go get that as soon as you can. Yeah, well, maybe I should get an iPhone then. Maybe you will. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. I know a guy. You got a guy? I have a phone guy. Cristobal? He got me. Noho Hank? I think it was like 15% off or something. So, you know, he can get you the same. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Duh. Uh, I think that's all I have to say. Okay, fine. Um, This does look good, though. That actually does look really (laughs) good. (laughs) I think I might be getting that. Like, I want the IHIBW one, but the aggressively Midwestern looks pretty good. Yeah, I like it. You should do, uh, maybe you could do, like, aggressively Midwestern and just put the IHIBW logo underneath. Maybe I will. For the phone case. I can do that. Yeah. Just a thought. Tune in next week. Yeah. We'll see. Um, is that all? Yes. We're done? All. That's all. Do you want to close us out? No. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> Party on, dudes. Well, I want to be a school bus driver and drive all over the world. And if you would like, well, you could ride with me and we could live on the road. We cruise by the banks. So tan. I wanna be a moonshine stealer. I'd make the best of around. And if you would like, well, you could drink with me until we fall to the ground. We could have our home out up in the hill. Never had to pay no dues or bills. Me and we 